Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Welcome everyone back to the Blue Stable Podcast. It is I, Michael Pivia. Today we're going to be having a special episode regarding Jonathan Taylor and the trade market. And also tonight is obviously going to be the Colts and Eagles preseason game. There was some fiery stuff that happened. I believe it was Monday that led these two teams went at it. Zaire Franklin and Dio Dangbo went at it with Jason Kelsey. Dio Dangbo basically saying 62 is a bitch. So obviously, hey, we're, we might have some fireworks tonight. We'll see. We're going to be talking about that here a, a little bit later on. But today I wanted to give you guys a, an episode talking about Jonathan Taylor's trade market and basically the updates that are going on right there. Now it has been reported that the Colts have given Jonathan Taylor a deadline. Now, they did just on, what was it, Monday, give him permission to seek a trade. Well, now, uh, it was reported today by uh, Stephen Holder of ESPN that the Colts have given Jonathan Taylor until Tuesday to find a suitable trade after authorizing their star running back to find a trade partner. Now, obviously, that's the Colts kind of like forcing Taylor, hey, you know, hurry it up. We If we're going to get this done, let's go ahead and get this done. Giving him a a deadline is really, really stern on, on the Colts part, and especially Chris Ballard, because you know that th they're going to try and play hardball, whatever the case may be. They're not waiting all day. So it's like, hey, we're going to give you a week. Let's figure it. Let, let's figure it out. And it seems as though and we talked about it as soon as the news broke, we talked about it myself and Marcus, if, if you guys saw it on, whether if it was Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on YouTube, or when we went live, you heard us talk about how the Colts are like, hey, if you think you can go out there and get that contract, then hey, we're going to ask for a steep price. You think you can get it elsewhere? F go find out. We'll, we'll find out together. So that, that's really where we're at right now. If they've given him a deadline to Tuesday, this thing is going to be going pretty. Th this thing is going to speed up pretty rapidly, and we're going to get something uh, here. Me personally, my, my personal gut is something probably gets done in the next forty-eight hours. That's just my gut. It's not an educated guess. It's not anything like that. It just seems as though these things are moving around. They're moving 
pretty rapidly at this point. But before anything happens to break, I wanted to give you guys a glimpse of, you know, what possibly that market would be out there. Uh, I am going to pull up another tweet here that talked about what the Colts could get back in a trade for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, let's go ahead and go through this here. Now, this one was uh, reported by Dove Kleiman. He tweeted it out, but it was per Albert Breer. We know how Albert Breer can be connected with the Colts at, at times. Now, he asked multiple executives about how much Taylor is worth in a trade with a new contract involved. So we're going to go down a list that he named, not names, but he calls them exec, GM, whatever the case may be. AFC GM, second round pick. AFC executive, third and a fifth. NFC executive, package in the value of second or third. Second AFC executive, third or a fourth. Second NFC executive, third or second, less than the McCaffrey trade. Third, NFC exec, maybe a day two pick. Third, AFC exec, third round pick. Fourth, AFC exec, second round pick. Fourth, NFC exec, possibly a day two pick. Fifth, NFC exec, a fourth that could turn into a third under play time conditions. So, if you have followed me the last month or so since this stuff has broke out between the Colts and, and Jonathan Taylor, I have been adamant that, you know, you're not going to get much for Jonathan Taylor. It seems as though I was wrong on that. And I, I'll take that, uh, be the first to admit that it seems that the Colts could get a decent package in return for Jonathan Taylor. We just went over the list there. Of course, if you have to go over it again, please don't, don't uh, hesitate to play this back the last minute and a half. Now we're going to go over some hypothetical trades here. So I've got four of them right here for you guys. We're going to go over them. This isn't going to be that much, you know, of a long show. I just wanted to go over and we can talk about this together. What interests you? What could, what's the ballpark of what they could get back? And maybe if you guys have a trade, please, if you're watching on YouTube, jump down in the comments and let us know if you have a trade that you would like to see. I have four teams right here involving the Dolphins the Cowboys, the Cardinals, and the Commanders, okay? So these these four teams is who I have the Colts trading with. Let's start with uh, number one. Let's go with the first trade, mock trade here, and that's going to be with the Commanders, okay? Why do I think the Commanders could get in? Now, right now, they haven't they're, – they're not involved right now. Of course, things could possibly change the next 24 hours. Who knows? But I'm putting them in right now because just to me personally, they could make sense. Why? They have uh they they drafted Brian Robinson last year out of Alabama. Obviously, there was a scary situation that happened, was possibly gonna miss time, miraculously came back, ended up taking some time away from their starter, Antonio Gibson. Well, now Antonio Gibson and Jonathan Taylor practically make the same amount of money. Could you instead of paying up for Antonio Gibson, who is a little bit older, why don't you get back a all pro style elite runner in Jonathan Taylor, pair him with Brian Robinson and kind of help out your young quarterback, Sam Howell, who you have no idea who he is yet. Although it looks like he's going to be a starter this upcoming season. He's played really well in the preseason. Eric Bieniemy coming to Washington looks like it's going to be a really good thing for the commanders. Could you add an all pro talent to that offense? I don't think Eric Bieniemy will have any 
kind of complaints when it comes to that. I think it makes sense. You know, get it all pro running back in there, help out your young quarterback and really try and establish some uh, credibility inside the NFC East, especially with the Eagles just went to the Super Bowl. They're looking to get back the Cowboys, the Giants. Those three teams made the playoffs last year. It's going to be a tough NFC East. Ron Rivera is trying to build a championship team. I think they could get there. So let's go in and get to this trade package with the commanders. The Washington commanders would get Jonathan Taylor and the Colts in return would get running back Antonio Gibson, a second round pick and a fifth round pick. Tell me what you think about that in the comments right now. The commanders get again, Jonathan Taylor, the Colts would get running back Antonio Gibson, a second round pick and a fifth round pick so Michael why are we getting Antonio Gibson back he's 25 maybe a little bit older suffered a couple injuries here there nothing too major but here's why I think you should get Antonio Gibson or you shouldn't say no to Antonio Gibson in a trade discussion because again he's 25 he has experience in the league he is a really good uh, elusive back out of the backfield. He can catch. He can run between the tackles. I think he will be a better option to stand alongside Anthony Richardson than a Zach Moss, a Deion Jackson, an Evan Hall. Antonio Gibson has produced in this league. He has done some miraculous things. He's been a fringe pro bowler in this league. Why would you not want that? And again, he's only he's in the last year of his $2 million deal. This is he's going to be a free agent after this upcoming season. So you're not necessarily risking anything. He's going to come off the books. If you're the Colts and you stand in this situation and you stand in the mindset of we don't want to pay Jonathan Taylor. We want to see how he can be healthy, if he will be healthy and how he can fit in this offense. Okay, so that's exactly what you're going to do with Antonio Gibson. He he costs the same amount as Jonathan Taylor. You bring him in here. Hey, be a good voice. Be a leader for our rookie quarterback. Come in here and guess what? Let's see if you're healthy. Let's see how you fit inside this offense. And if you are good, hey, let's extend him. Let's extend you. You're basically in the same position with Antonio Gibson, who is not going to give you the the, the problems that Jonathan Taylor and his agent are. On top of that, you're going to get a second round pick and a fifth round pick. Now, where the commanders land in the draft, none of us know. Like We, we probably don't have an idea. Washington is definitely a, a team that you could see make the playoffs or everything just doesn't come together and they go crashing down and they select in the top 10. Now, if you have a second and fifth round pick, especially that second, it would work out. But that's my mindset when it comes to the commanders and why the Colts should take an Antonio Gibson in return. Let's go to trade three with the Arizona Cardinals. And this one is pretty, pretty simple. The Cardinals would get running back Jonathan Taylor. The Colts would get back a second round pick, a fourth round pick, and a fifth round pick. Now, that does seem like a lot, maybe too much for a Jonathan Taylor trade. Here's my thinking. If you're negotiating with the Cardinals, you're going to want to squeak out every asset you can, especially if they're a team 
that's probably not going to be that good this year. That's predicted by many to pick number one overall this upcoming draft cycle in 2024. That's how bad they are thought of right now. And they also have no shortage of picks. Remember, the they traded back with Houston in the 2023 draft. They selected C.J. Stroud. They traded up again to grab Will Anderson. Doing that, Arizona got back Wash, uh, Houston's first round pick of this year and their third round pick of this year. So they have picks. They are good when it comes to the first, second, and third rounds. They have the, the capital. I think you can sacrifice a fourth and a fifth round pick if you're Arizona. And if you're Indy, yes, you would want this package because if you have this package from Arizona, these are going to be some high selections for you in each round. Now, of course, fourth and fifth, they're going to be day threes. But what does Chris Ballard do when it comes to the day three picks? He hits on a majority of them. So if you want Chris Ballard to continue to in this rebuild, to put talent on this team, put depth on this team, you definitely want more picks, higher picks in the fourth and fifth round. You're also getting that second round value from Arizona, which is probably going to be pick 33, literally in the first round you're probably going to get a first-round talent there. Or if you finish fifth, sixth, and you really love Marvin Harrison Jr., guess what? Now you have more draft capital and ammo to trade up into maybe that top three to get in range for a Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm not entirely sure if you're going to be in the discussion for for Fashanu or Joe Alt. I don't think you're going to be there because it looks like you're pretty set at tackle with Bernard Ryman and Braden Smith. So who knows? Or yeah, no, no, no. Who, who knows? We don't want to get in too much into a draft conversation. But for this uh, Cardinals trade one more time, the Arizona Cardinals would get Jonathan Taylor. The Colts would get a second round pick, a fourth round pick, and a fifth round pick. So no players coming back. You're just going to ship out Jonathan Taylor, okay? You're going to get the draft capital back, and then you're just going to rely on your running back room, which is going to be running back by committee. Deion Jackson, Evan Hall, possibly Zach Moss. So that's basically where you're going to be at. Let's go to the second trade that I have here. The second trade that I have is going to be with the Dallas Cowboys. This is going to be the one that kind of it intrigues me more than any other possible trade, to be honest. This one, I, I, I've i been vocal about it. I don't know if Dallas would do it. I don't think they would. It has been reported that they are interested, but have they really? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Made an offer? No, they haven't. But again, could that change today, tonight? Could that change on Friday? Could that change on Saturday? We do not know, but let's go ahead and get to this trade package. The Cowboys would get Jonathan Taylor and a sixth round pick. The Colts would get running back Tony Pollard, 
second round pick and a fourth round pick. Now, I'm pretty sure everybody's question is, why are we sending a pick to Dallas? Here's why. Because if you want to be game with Dallas and you obviously want to get back Tony Pollard, a, a very, very good player, a guy who I've been vocal, if it wasn't for Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard would definitely have a contract extension and not be playing on the franchise tag. Tony Tony Pollard has running back one written all over him, okay? He can catch the ball out of the backfield, he can pass block, and he can run the ball between the tackles. He is the kind of guy you want around Anthony Richardson. That's the kind of player that you would want. For uh, Dallas to request a sixth round from Indy, well, it's quite simple because they do not own their fifth or sixth round picks because they made trades. Remember, they, they traded for Brandon Cooks. They made a couple of other trades. So now this upcoming season, they do not own their fifth or sixth round pick. Now, of course, if you're going to hand out a second and fourth, you don't want to be too strapped of what you're going to have in the draft. You don't want to be too much. You probably want to get a little bit more draft capital back. So they are going to want a six-round pick. And a six-round pick, a lousy six-round pick, is nothing to give up, especially if you're getting back Tony Pollard, a second-round pick, and a fourth-round pick. That is definitely, I don't even care about the six-round at that point. Let's just give me this package. And again, I don't know how likely it is. I, I don't know how likely it is. But again, if you're a Colts fan, which all of you watching this, listening to this, probably are would you do this trade would you do it because because Tony Pollard is playing on the franchise tag and again look (laughs) look the Colts have the money to take Tony Pollard they have the money it's not like they're trying to sign anyone on the offensive line apparently they're okay with Anthony Richardson getting popped every play so you're not making any big time moves that's going to cost 19 million dollars You can fit Tony Pollard into your cap easily. And again, are you comfortable going into this season? Are are you comfortable? And I wouldn't be mad at you if you are. Are you comfortable with entering the season with Evan Hall, Deion Jackson, and Zach Moss? Is that a good enough running back room for you? If you are a GM, are you going into this season like, okay, I'm good with this room. Yeah, I like it. Me personally, uh, there's not a guy. Or there's not the guy in the room. There's just guys. Zach Moss, uh, okay, he's been hurt, but it looks like he'll make the roster. What is he going to offer you? Evan Hall hasn't really shown much in the preseason, but then again, he's been playing behind the second team offensive line, so there's probably not much to go off of. Deion Jackson probably has the most credibility in the room. Why wouldn't you want Tony Pollard in this room? Why wouldn't you want him? Why? It kind of goes back to again Tony Pollard and Antonio Gibson, the two Memphis, uh, the Memphis Tigers. Those guys. Why wouldn't you want Tony Pollard next to Anthony Richardson? Now answer me this: If you're Chris Ballard, is giving up your six round pick too much? Now six round pick is a six round pick. We watched him trade a seventh for a special teamer. So. Could you give? Could you part ways with a six-round pick? Could you part ways with that? That's my reasoning behind this trade right here. Let me give it to you one more time. The Cowboys get Jonathan Taylor, a six-round pick, 
and the Colts get Tony Pollard, second round pick, and a fourth round pick. That's the that's the deal there. So let's go to our last one here. Go to our last one, and this is probably with the team that's most likely to trade for Jonathan Taylor, and I wanted to save this for last for you guys. The Dolphins, obviously, they're in win-now mode. Last year, they traded for Bradley Chubb. They gave up some solid picks to Denver for him. They have Jalen Phillips, who they drafted a couple years ago. Obviously, they traded for Tyreek Hill. So you're not going to make these trades for these players and say, oh, you know, we're, we're not really trying to better our team that that much. I, yes, you are. Yes, you are. If you want an elite running back in your backfield and you want to try because, again, remember, remember what division they're in. The Jets seem to be not a slouch anymore. All right. They got Aaron Rodgers and they've made a ton of moves. Aaron Rodgers is in New York now. You still got Buffalo. New England. You you definitely need as much talent as you can get to, to, to compete in that division. To compete in that division, you definitely want to have as much talent as you can. And they seem the most willing to give him the contract that he wants. Now, again, his agent seems to be a Dolphins fan. Is there some collusion? Is there tampering going on here? Who knows? I mean, the Dolphins are a, t- are a team that are being penalized right now for tampering. When it came to Sean Payton and Tom Brady, remember, their first-round pick in 2023 was revoked. So this past year, we saw 31 draft picks on Thursday night, on night one, not 32, 31. This year, they do not have their third-round pick. This year, Miami does not because that was revoked from them for the tampering. So could there be could there be tampering right now? Possibly. As a Colts fan, do I care? Hell no. No, I don't. Because what does that have to do with us? Especially if we can get a package back and we don't have to extort $16 million on Jonathan Taylor. I'm okay with it. The NFL may not. So let's go ahead and get to this package right here. The Dolphins will get Jonathan Taylor. And the Colts will get a second round pick that can improve to a first round pick if Taylor plays a number, a certain number of games and a fifth round pick. If you're the Colts, you doing that? Especially if you think Taylor is going to be healthy. If you get a conditional second that can turn into a first. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You do that. So let me give it again. The Dolphins will get Jonathan Taylor. The Colts will get a conditional second that turns into a first based on a certain number of games Jonathan Taylor plays in and a fifth round pick. Now, why couldn't we go higher? Well, the Dolphins do not own their third and fourth round pick of this year. The third round pick was revoked by the NFL, as I mentioned earlier, and the fourth round pick was sent to Denver in the Bradley Chubb trade. So that's why the Colts are not getting a third or fourth in this deal, which again, I think Chris Ballard could possibly get the conditions on the second round pick because he's not getting that additional second uh, day two pick or fourth round pick. Because it makes sense. It it makes sense. If I'm not going to get a third or fourth round pick out of this, why don't we give the second but make it a condition? Put a condition on it 
If he plays a number of games, if he plays the whole season or if he plays 14 games, whatever condition you put on there, and he meets that 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 requirement, then it gets bumped up to a first round pick. I think that's the best. This is the best case scenario for Indianapolis, especially if Miami is a team that's willing to give up that draft capital and give Jonathan Taylor $16 million a year. Then if you're the Colts, how can you argue that? How can you argue that? Really, how can you argue against that? It seems that, again, they're trying to get Jonathan Taylor like, hey, you want this, so go get out go out there and get a suitor that meets our requirements. I know there's a lot of things going on like, oh, well, why would, and I've mentioned it uh, on the show before, oh, why would the Colts not want to pay him but request a high uh, package for him? And a lot of people have out, about there, out there have said, oh, that's the point. They don't want to trade him. Again, you, you just can't have it both ways. Unfortunately, in 2023, you can't have it both ways. You can't, oh, we don't want to trade you, but we also don't want to pay you right now. You just can't have it both ways. I'm sorry. This is reality. This is the reality of the situation that we're in. You just can't have it both ways. So someone is going to come out here either unhappy or happy. The Colts are either happy that they get the package that they want, and Jonathan Taylor is happy that he is somewhere he wants to be and is getting paid the way he wants, or we're going to get into a messy situation. And I think we all, at this point, we all should be wanting them to find a trade partner because, again, we do not want to get into the season and discuss Jonathan Taylor possibly missing games, how much is he going to get fined, being a distraction, or possibly playing but not really being here emotionally, not being here mentally. So, again, which of these was your favorite? And if you have a different one that we're not talking about right now, please jump in the comments and let let us know. Let us know here at the Blue Stable. Let all the Colts fans know what you're thinking. If you have a problem with one of these, let me know. It's not the first time I've been stupid. It's not the first time I've spoke like a dumb one it's not the first time let me know come on let me know i mean we got time right and the colts and the eagles are going to be going one-on-one today so now it's time to get done time to get it done this was a fun episode for you guys i definitely hope it was it was for me i I like going through these hypothetical trades there uh again which one of these was my favorite I'm going to have to go with the one uh, with the Cowboys, you know, getting back Tony Pollard, a second and a fourth round pick have that. That's like, man, dude, I, I really love that. The commanders one is a sneaky one. In my opinion, the commanders have not inquired about Jonathan Taylor. It has been reported that the Los Angeles Rams have, uh, have called the Indianapolis Colts, but per uh, Rashad McGinnis, that was just them doing their due diligence. It's not really anything serious. If you're the Colts, like if you're not going to be serious, why bother calling us, right? Yeah, like we we want to get this show on the road. We want to get uh, some progress made on this. Is Jonathan Taylor staying, or is he going to go somewhere else? And we're getting a nice package back. So let me know what you guys thought about this uh, hypothetical mock trades, all that good stuff. Let me know what your thoughts are about this upcoming season. Let us know down in the comments below. And if you are not already, guys, make sure you are following us on Twitter, 
Instagram or X, I'm sorry, on, on X. Make sure you guys are following us on all those platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. And if you are not already, subscribe and like us on YouTube as well. Comment down below. The best way you can help us grow is commenting down below, liking and subscribing the channel, especially this video, guys. Thank you. We'll be back uh, to discuss the preseason game between the Colts and the Eagles, the dress rehearsal game, Anthony Richardson and the guys. I wonder how much how, how much playing time they're going to get. I don't know. I don't think any of us really know, but we're all going to be tuning in on Amazon Prime. So that's going to be on Amazon Prime. We're all excited to see how this team can perform and then eventually get to cut down day, hopefully find a resolution to this Jonathan Taylor situation. And then it's time to prep for week one at home, home opener, Anthony Richardson debut against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So other than that, guys, I am Michael Pivia. Thank you again for watching, listening to this uh to, to this episode. We'll excite we're excited to have you back next show. We'll see you guys later.